Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. For an hour, 20 minutes, something that will put our identity to Jewish social justice from the beginning. This Shabbat, in Beretzi Hashem, we are going to read the first parasha and Sefer Dvarim that actually Moshe Rabbeinu is summarizing, is repeating the history and the mitzvot in the way he saw it and in the way he thinks it, it should be described. And in the end, Kadosh Baruch Hashem actually says that you should include this book into the Tanakh, into the Torah, and actually it's it's making Sefer Dvarim the holy book. But let's go to the beginning. Let's go to the beginning of Moshe Rabbeinu, of the leader of Israel, and ask of ourselves, why was he appointed? Why did Hashem select and said Moshe Rabbeinu is the leader that should take Am Israel, expel Am Israel from Egypt, will be the messenger that will accept and get the Torah from the divine and will deliver it to us, build the Mishkan. Why? Why Moshe Rabbeinu? Actually, we don't, we don't know. The Torah doesn't write exactly or precisely why did uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was, uh, began to be the leader of Israel? It's, the Torah has all kinds of ways to say things. And therefore, Rashi, for instance, claim that actually the Torah does write, not in an explicit way, but in a very special way. I'll read it in Hebrew, and you can see the translation, the beginning of the second chapter of Shmot Vayelech Ishmi Bet Levi, that's his father, that got married with Bat Levi. She had a son. Our Chazal, the Chachamim, had very sensitive ears. And they actually found that, uh, not, that this uh, frame, reminds them that uh, we have the same thing in the first chapter of Bereshit. So they said, according to Rashi, according to the Chachamim, that he was chosen from the beginning, not because of things that he did, not because of things that he uh, behaved or, or rules that he delivered, whatever, he was 
appointed because from the beginning he had special um, potential and in the minute he was born, there was a lot of light. Now this is the way that Chachamim are learning and with their sensitive ears uh, are learning the Torah. But the problem is that you have to have those sensitive ears. The question is if, can, if we can find something that is more simple, is more um, with, with transparency, that everyone that is that is accessible, that everyone can read in the Torah, the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu was appointed to be the greatest leader of Am Israel. And I want to uh, present one of the uh, answers that are maybe there. You know, you never know the reason, but I think that if we read with careful eyes, uh, why was he? appointed to be the leader, we may find the answer in a different place uh, in this chapter. Before I'll start to answer the question, I'll ask what was his main missions? And as we know, his main missions were two. The first thing is to be the redemption leader and to expel and to lead Am Israel from Egypt, stopped being slaves, kind of independence, and starting the big journey towards Eretz Israel through the desert. The second thing is, the most important thing is, to be the human being that will climb on Mount Sinai and will get the Torah from Ribbono Olam, come with it to our to the uh, nation's camp and start the tradition Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai Umisarali Yoshua. Assuming that we are right, that these are the two missions that he was appointed, and these are the main things that he had to do, let's read carefully the first stories about Moshe Rabbeinu. And I'm reading. ויגדל משה ויצא אל אחיו, וירא בסבלותם. וירא איש מצרי, he saw an Egyptian, beating, מכה איש עברי מאחיו. So he saw one Egyptian that is beating one of his brothers. ויפן כובחו, וירא כן אין איש. ויח את המצרי ויתמנהו בחול. Yeah, and he hit him and hide him in the sand. So if we read it very carefully, we see that actually the first story about Moshe Rabbeinu, in a very individual way, in a very limited position, Moshe Rabbeinu sees that one of his brothers is in trouble, that he suffers from the fact that he is a slave, that is be, be, he's being beaten by an Egyptian, and from his own motivation, he was inspired and uh, saved the life of his brother and killed 
the Egyptian, and the Torah uses the words vayach, that everybody knows that these is, these are, this is the word that later on the Torah will use about Aseret HaMakot, the 10 uh, punishments that the Egyptian and Poro received from Hashem. I'll come back to it in a second. The second story is the second day, he sees two of his brothers that are fighting. Now, he could say, it's not my business. He could decide not to be involved. But he decided exactly like yesterday. Yesterday, he saved the life of his brother from beating, being beaten up by the Egyptian. Today, it's an internal issue inside of the group that he belongs to. And he sees two of his brothers that are fighting, and he decides to get involved and to say, it's not moral. It's not ethical. Why do you strike your fellow? Now he could say, the offender, why not? He could say, it's not your business. And actually he says, It's not your business. And don't get involved. But Moshe Rabbeinu decides to be part of the story. And actually, we see that the first two stories that we are reading about Moshe Rabbeinu are the base, the pillars of the two main missions that Moshe Rabbeinu was appointed to do. From one hand, he saves a brother, his brother's life from the Egyptian, and he, it's a kind of a redemption to one person as an individual. But the most important thing there is that he did it by being inspired by a self-decision, not by an order. It is, it's his values, commitment, and the decision that it's his business. And the second day, actually, he delivers a message. And the first message that we hear from Moshe Rabbeinu is, Lama take re'echa. Lama take re'echa is actually, like Rabbi Akiva says, the pillar of the whole Torah. Ve'avta l're'echa kamocha, this is the essential issue, or at least the base of the Torah, but later on, it will be built to higher and higher as a ladder towards the divine, towards Hashem. So the answer that I want to suggest, why was Moshe Rabbeinu chosen to be the leader of Israel? Because he did it, first of all, from the inside, from internal soul, from his internal soul, 
from his decision, the two main missions. The first one is to be responsible to the security, to the life of his brother. And the second thing is not to be silent when you see that someone is evil, that someone behaves not according to the ethical way in life that we should behave according, according to them. And to say, to deliver the first message to the nation, Lama Takre'echa, that later on, as I said, Rabbi Akiva defined it as the core of Judaism. And this is the uh, first Torah that Hillel Azaken taught the Gentile that wanted to convert. Masha said, No Alecha, what you hate. That people are doing towards you, I see in this case the, the pillars of our Jewish life. I want to emphasize it's not the end. And Moshe Rabbeinu did many other things, and we have higher floors, and we're climbing higher, and later on, We'll have a entire Torah, and later on, Moshe Rabbeinu will build the Mishkan, and there'll be offering and sacrificing. All this is the right thing. But this is the beginning. These three ideas, or main ideas, that we should follow Moshe Rabbeinu, because this was the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen to be our leader, and he taught us through this story those three principles. One, things are in your responsibility. It's not Nambi, yeah, not in my backyard. It's part of your life. And in, when you see that someone is suffering, when you see that someone is being beating up. And when you see that people don't behave according to ethical and moral rules, it's your business. And you cannot say, no, I ignore the, this fact. Many evil things that are being done in our world is because people, good people, are silent. And they feel that, you know, don't. I don't want to get involved in it. And this is the first thing that we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu and from the fact that he was chosen. The second thing is that you cannot see someone that is in danger and, uh, you sh and not do anything. You, you should even sacrifice your life. Don't forget that Moshe Rabbeinu, and we read it later on, that it caused them a lot of danger. So it was very risky to do that. But you cannot see your brother suffering or under danger and not be willing to secure his life to rescue him from the point that he, is, he fell into it and to be able 
and be willing to fight for him. This is the second pillar of morality between brothers. And the third thing is, the first message that we got from Moshe Rabbeinu is, don't cause damage to your friend. Don't hit him, don't beat him, don't fight with him. Not only because, you know, it's brothers or whatever, it's because like Chazal said, even someone that is not hitting, that is not causing real damage, but only is terrifying, only is warning, only merim yad, puts his hand up al chavero, nikra rasha. Because the first principle that we learned from Moshe Rabbeinu is that we are not able, and we don't have any permission to do something bad to someone else. And more than that, when we see such a thing, because Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't the evil that um, Shalom wanted to hit his friend. Moshe Rabbeinu was the third guy that from the outside, he was an external issue in this story. But he taught us that you cannot be someone that is a part of our nation when you are a rasha and the ra, rasha, the offender in this issue is someone that is causing damage to someone else. This is much before charity, before mercy, if, because all, before all those issues that are very important. This is morality, ethics, and justice. So therefore, this Shabbat, when we start to read the last book of the Torah, and we'll read about all the journey that Moshe Rabbeinu did in those 40 years from this story to the parasha that we'll read on this Shabbat, it's a good, uh, good opportunity to commemorate what was in the beginning, why Moshe Rabbeinu, and to try to follow those three principles. It's our business. We rescue our brothers from someone that is causing damage and is hitting and beating them. And we will try to create a society where when we are justice, ethical, and morality behavior will be the pillars of our religious custom and our religious commitments and our devote towards Hashem. Chodesh Tov and Shabbat Shalom to everybody.